Good evening, America. Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. Tonight, we're going to be discussing the recent um, developments, I guess, of what's going on with the mandates and what's going on in Canada. A lot of stuff to go over. Going to be a great show. Please stay tuned. Should be a little bit fired up. We'll see how it goes next on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. Let's get into it. Real quick, I want to tell you guys a story that I just heard very recently. I'm probably going to butcher this story, and that's okay. I'll give you the general idea. It's a fun story. It's good. Uh, from, from what I know, it's a real story. There were two fishing buddies, okay? And they um, <laughs> they got into a feud, right? They wound up not liking each other. I guess they were friends for a long time. And then there was a huge falling out. Okay. And so uh, they got bitter with each other. They were fighting with each other. And eventually they just completely cut each other off. Okay. But then from there, it got so bad that one of the fishing buddies bought a billboard and put the other guy's face on it. And then had some sort of description about how terrible of a fisherman he was, like on the side of the highway. I mean, just like freaking top-tier petty, okay? So the other guy sees it, right? The other fishing buddy, who's also bent out of shape, sees it. He literally goes and hires, I guess he was down in New Orleans and somehow made connections with the uh, with the guy that played uh, Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore, hires him to do a commercial about how bad the other fishing buddy was. Now, we're talking about next-level petty, okay? So if you think your Twitter feed is that petty, if you think your your posts are that petty, if you ain't that petty, if you're not on that level of petty-liciousness, is that a word? Is petty-licious? Petty-licious? Babe, look up petty-licious and see if that's that's not a word. Okay. I deserve a ward in a ward for that word, petty-licious. If you're not that petty, babe, I want I want the best award. I want a Dundee from the office for that. Babe, call Steve Carell. I want a Dundee on my desk for this word by the end of the month. By the end of next week. Petty licious. Petty liciousness. Okay. If you're not on that level level of petty, if you're not dishing out that level of petty liciousness, then maybe being petty ain't for you. Maybe your Twitter feed. Ain't that great? I want billboards and I want commercials of how petty you are. Otherwise, probably stay out the petty game because you ain't that petty licious. Anyway, that's just a thought. You can take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. That's just a thought. Check in your comments. Let's see what we got here. First by Mr. Just Because. Sup says Kenny Johnson. Waiting for Cajun to put on his first ranting hat and join the rest of us lunatics. Oh, yeah, we got to get that done. Laughing faces, good evening, good evening. 
laughing my effing A off. Uh, that's amazing, Shooter McGavin, to do an ad about how awful someone is. I know, right? I heard that story on the radio. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Looks like we have our first viewer on TikTok. Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live. This is the second time doing this. Um, if you want to join in on the comment section, I suggest that you go to my big Facebook page because that's where most of the people comment and you can get in on the comments. But yeah, Joey, isn't that amazing? That story is absolutely fantastic. I thought it was great. Um, now, that being said, let's get into our show for tonight. Real quick, I need to uh, I need to give a huge shout out to somebody that um, has been an absolutely fantastic teammate and and I guess fan, I hate using that word because, you know, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm, I don't have fans. We're just all friends and family here. But Michelle Goodwin, lives in Alaska, has been absolutely phenomenal. She's donated so much money, so much time. She won the first raffle with this original hat. And I sent it to her because she won that off of a raffle to help me get to a state convention. And then we did another raffle that she also won to get to another state convention. And so if that's confusing to how I'm wearing this hat that I shipped to her is because she sent it back to me for Christmas. Very original Cajun libertarian hat. She's done so much to help us out big time. And then she's also, if you didn't know, she was the one that posted all about the Cajun caribou. She also sent the Cajun caribou back to me. So thank you so much, Michelle. Absolutely phenomenal human being and just fantastic. So let's get into some of what we got going on tonight. I want to lead off with um, Amir Locke. Okay, if you don't know who Amir Locke is, he's a 22-year-old young man. And unfortunately, in this day and age, we have to label people by immutable characteristics for some reason. And that's 2022, so I have to say that he's a young black man. Right? I don't know why I'm obligated to say that, because he's just an American. He's just a man, he is an innocent man, who was fatally shot to death in another no-knock warrant. How much longer are we going to continue to do this? How much longer are people going to get murdered but just because they they decided to put on a costume that day and kick in somebody's door? And because that person is scared for their life, they don't know who the hell that is. They get shot and killed. <clears throat> okay. So Amir Locke, 22 years old, gets shot and killed. Police are claiming the body footage come out, right? And the body footage came out, and obviously he had a gun. And the family saying it was a legal gun. It was his gun. And he was in an apartment that the no-knock warrant was executed on that the person they were there for wasn't even there. It's, it's just incredible. Y'all, we cannot keep we cannot keep doing this. We cannot allow this to continue to happen. I will, uh, the, the body cam, the body cam footage is out. I'm sure you can go find it. If not, or even if you can or can't, I'm going to post it on Twitter. I'm going to get, get off of here first thing in the morning. Uh, the SWAT team background on the shooting just before 7 a.m. on Wednesday, February 2nd. The Minneapolis SWAT team entered apartment 701 at the flats in downtown Minneapolis to execute a no-knock search warrant in connection with the January homicide, which... Mr. Amir Locke, the unfortunate innocent young man that was murdered that day, was not involved with. MPD says about nine seconds into the entry, they encountered a man holding a handgun pointed in the direction of the officers. Later on in the article, you find out that they really don't know if he was pointing a firearm at him or not. And the family says he owned that firearm legally. 
So they no-knock raided an apartment, shot a man because he was defending his life in area with a firearm that he owned legally. So when people talk about, oh, if we didn't have government or... I'm not advocating for for pure anarchy, right? I get it. I would choose that. It ain't going to happen. So I got to stick with menarchists. But I'm arguing from the side of people that say... If we didn't have cops, it would just be armed, roving gangs just taking over areas with, with, with force and power. Whoever had the most guns and the most money. That's what's happening now. That is literally what is going on in our streets right now. And we're giving them a pass because they chose to wear a costume that day. I'm not giving anybody a pass, just like I'm not a cab. I will give you the benefit of the doubt because you're a human being and I want respect, so I'm going to give it. Now, there are those, like probably a lot of cops, that have a shorter lease than others on how far you can violate that trust. For most people, it's, you know, you get this amount of leash, violate it, okay, we're done. All right? So I'm not a cab. But I'm also not going to give you a freaking pass just because you wear a uniform that day. This is ridiculous. This has to stop. First of all, we need to end no-knock warrants completely. That, that There's no way that this should be allowed that somebody, anybody, can just kick in your door and potentially murder you. Ever. That's not okay. No-knock warrants need to end immediately. And this is a great example of why let's check some comments i'm just how many more stories do we have to go through saw the video he was murdered and a legal gun owner <laughs> yeah i mean it's just kenny johnson i go out of my way to fart in my co-workers chairs but that's about all i have the energy for i don't know how that's relevant but that is funny kenny so thank you yep a legal gun over saw the video he was murdered they unlocked that man's door went in and then shot him in less than 10 seconds because they don't take hostages they don't these are pirates these are murderous gang thugs and pirates Jackie F. and Chan. Hey, Cajun, question. Do you think there's room in the LP for fiscal leftist liberals and moderates like Marianne Williamson and Vermin Supreme? Does this have to be a strictly conservative party? It's definitely not a strictly conservative party. That, off the beaten path here. We'll get back. Um, yeah, no, there, there's nothing. Uh, there's, there's conservative points of views and there's very left-leaning liberal points of views. It has to be that way. Number one, you need balance. Number two, when you're talking about liberty and, and you're including all human beings, then it can't just be like your typical right-wing conservative talking points and it can't be your typical left-wing conservative talking points or left-wing liberal talking points. Neither of those really claim and hold uh, libertarian values all the way to the extent that we do. So, yeah, I mean, Vermin Supreme, you know, he, Spike was his VP candidate during that run. I'm not sure who Marianne Williamston is, though. I had another point to make over this um, no-knock raid. And I forget. So I'll, I'll come back to it when I can. 
keep going with your comments, but yeah, Jackie freaking Chan. Um, absolutely, dude. Vermin Supreme is a libertarian or lady. I'm not sure. I heard police refused to look for the suspect unless they had a no knock warrant. That I will be checking into. Thank you, Kenny Johnson. Matt, yes. Hey, Cajun, long time no see. Absolutely, for sure. <clears throat> That's a good point, Mr. Just Because. That's why I still do a roving to our watch. So, oh, <laughs> Kenny said that was a part of the, the petty story. Apparently, I have a very long delay. No, I was probably ranting a little bit and then finally got back to your, uh, your comment, and there it is. So, uh, there it is, Justin Boosinger. They are legal mafia. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're armed roving gangs. They are legal mafia, and they need to be held to account. Okay? I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not ACAB. I'm not for abolishing the police. That's not going to happen. I'm not for defunding the police. That's ridiculous. That's not going to happen. You know, some of the people that vote the most against defunding the police are people in black communities because they want them there, right? They don't want this, though. Nobody wants this. This has to end immediately. Man, I can't believe I forgot what I was going to say about I was going to end it somehow. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's okay. We'll come back to it. So let's talk a little bit about Canada and what they're doing. Who in the world knew Canada would be leading a... Uh, a massive, what has turned into a global protest. Oh, I remember what I was saying. Let me go back. I made a tweet uh, yesterday or so about where in the world are the BLM protests with this shooting, with this murder right now? Where are they at? Okay, now I get on to go search this topic and subject. There are protests in Minneapolis, y'all. Why isn't the news covering it? Can anybody answer me that? Because at some point, we're going to have to realize or, or come, we're going to naturally deduce to the fact that they're covering protests when they want to cover them, period. And that's not shocking news or breaking news, right? Where are the, pro there are, they are having protests. Now, it's not nearly what we saw with uh, the George Floyd incident in the summers of 2020. But there are pro. I saw pictures of the streets filled with protesters in Minneapolis saying, shout his name, say his name. The media isn't covering it for a reason. And when you start to do things like that, when we actually go and we find out that you are protesting, people are protesting, and you're not covering it, then there was a point to why you covered it the first time. What was that point? That's what I want to know, because right now it sure as hell seems like the only reason you covered it then was to get Orange Man Bad out. And I'm not an Orange Man Bad supporter. Never voted for Trump, never will. But you're not going to convince me to absolutely reject the analytics that I'm processing with my eyes and ears. You covered them to extent in great detail when Orange Man Bad was in office. And now crickets? I hope there's a different reason. I don't want that to be the reason. That's disgusting and despicable. Maybe the reason is because of all the other stuff. I hope so, but you damn sure got enough time to cover it all. And you're not doing it for a reason. 
Why are you not covering the protests? Why are they not talking about Amir Locke, this young man that was murdered by a no-knock raid? Where are you at, media? Like I said, I, I sure hope to God it is not because <laughs> they're only one, you know, it's just to make Trump look bad. That, that That's just, man, that would be just so full on, absolutely lost and corrupt and zero hope in any of the media at all. Carly Sutton says hi. Hi, Carly. My number two teammate there. Obviously, she's my number two because my wife is number one, who's a phenomenal teammate. She helps share. She helps process things. Not to mention the fact, or to mention the fact, sorry. All of a sudden, my table kept moving around again. Um, she sacrifices the time that I put in to all of this for all of us, right? So my wife is my number one teammate. Carly is the number two. Absolutely amazing. Her and her boyfriend, Brian, thank you so much. She says, it doesn't fit the narrative. Exactly. What other reason can you find? What other reason, what other logical explanation can you deduce to to explain why we're not covering Amir Locke in the protests in Minneapolis? Because it ain't good for them right now. We're, the, the, the media is absolutely lost. It's gone. If you're watching Fox, CNN, MSNBC, oh my God, The View. That's not news. That's just the worst thing I've probably ever seen on TV in my life. But it's just gone. It's good. We have no news anymore. And that's not a shocker. We've known that for a while. But this should be really the nail in the coffin. If you haven't already driven your final nail into the media's coffin in your life, go ahead and do that. This should tell you everything you need to know. All right, so moving on. Let's talk about Canada for a little bit. <laughs> Carly, the view just killed me instead. Oh, my God, they're horrible. I hope we'll be Goldberg gets fired. That'd be fantastic, disgusting, anti-Semitic racist. Hey, that's the game you made, left, Okay. You made the game. You you made this bed. Now lie in it. Because guess what's happening? It, they're coming for you now. They're coming for you. And it started really, really, really good with Joe Rogan. When they tried to dig up all this crap and nonsense on him that was not applicable. And now you've got all of Joe Rogan's fans going and digging up your crap. So welcome aboard. And enjoy this disgusting cancel culture, cancel culture mess that you've made. It's absolutely toxic. It's disgusting. Any libertarian that tries, I don't care what kind of blue check they have by their name or whatever freaking position they've ever represented in the past. This ain't accountability culture. It's cancer culture. And our society cannot live as long as we're participating in this. And you created this, left. This is your fault. And now, not only is the right going to eat you alive, you're eating yourself in the process. You're eating your own. Welcome to America in 2022. Cancel culture is cancer culture. And we will not survive as long as we continue this path. There will be a national divorce. There's no question. I wasn't even trying to get off into this. But how the hell are we supposed to live like this? When you've got... Literally, Erasmus and Paul, which polls are terrible, 
But Rasmus is about one of the only decently okay polls that you can get. You had like 28% of Democrats that voted in it said they're okay with taking your children if you're unvaccinated. We can't live together, y'all. We can't. Okay? If you're anything that resembles pro-liberty, you have the swath of people within the United States that once you jailed, locked up, censored, or worse. Got to work it out, and I don't think it's possible to work it out. There will be a national divorce. How that looks, how that works out, I don't know. But this is not going to survive what we have right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see. Let's check your comments real quick. Communist Canada is about to get into that. Yep. Oh, defythepower.com. Got my tasty, diabetic-friendly throat wetter. Communist Canada. Kenny, Kenny Johnson says, uh, freaking got, uh, Joe got zucked is better at breaking news than any, <laughs> right? <laughs> nice. Most of y'all are. Morgan Dow, re-education. I mean, vaccination camps. Yeah, I think like a 42%, it was some ungodly number that they were okay with putting you in a camp if you're unvaccinated. This ain't gonna work out. There's no positive resolution to people with to people like that. There isn't. And guess what? They're aggressive, and we're gonna get into that. Okay, we're gonna get into that because the game is rigged. On mm, better start fighting the way that your opponent fights, and not the way that is fair. Because what's fair is crushing people right now. Welcome to the crap show. You are next on stage. Come on down, right? I'm missing a lot of your comments, y'all. I'm sorry about that. Uh, having a good time. The media is a terrorist organization. They use fear to control people. Yes, there is Saul Solinsky's Rule for Radicals. It's 1984. It's Mao's Cultural. Go read Mao's Cultural Revolution and tell me this ain't dang near play by play. I mean, it's it's. It's not going to be the same. It can't be because two totally different societies, right? But my God, it's a, what we're doing right now is amazingly bad, and it's not going to survive. All Michigan border crossings will be shut down at the end of the week. Two out of three down now, says Justin. Honk, 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 honk. All right, I'll get back to your comments in a minute. Let's get on to wonderful Canada. Who knew that Canada would be the ones to lead a global revolution? And Martin, look, this is global. There are truckers in the media. Again, the media is not covering it because they don't want to cover it. There are truckers all over the world right now protesting this. There's two industries that could shut down the world today. If they said right now, all they had to do, all they have to do is say right now. All right, I'm done. I quit. Figure it out. And that's the trucking industry and the farming industry. And we've got 50%. And from what I'm hearing from boots on the ground in Canada, there are farmers up there as well. Guess what, y'all? 
They know their worth. They know their worth. They know it. And these elitists, these globalists, these rules for thee but not for me, they're about to find out real quick that they are not in charge. So Canada and Justin Trudeau, you got all these truckers in Ottawa, tens of thousands of people down there. Massive. You remember at the very beginning of this, just a few days ago, they were trying to say it was a fringe minority and the media wouldn't cover it at all because it didn't fit their narrative. It's a fringe minority is what Justin Trudeau said. Then on top of that, the media started to cover it and said, it was like, oh, there's hundreds of people. No, there are 10, there's like 50,000 people up there. And then you've got more all across the globe that are joining in this protest. This is incredible. Incredible. And now you have one of the, um, one of the provinces up there has already said, like less than 24 hours ago, I think, they said, oh, yep, we're going to go ahead and just lift all the mandates. And by the way, the truckers down there, they want all, or up there, I guess, I'm down there, up there. They want all of the mandates gone, and for good. And they want things implicated to put in place that this can never happen again. And that's what I'm talking about. That's how you fight. Because these people aren't fighting fair, y'all. They're not fighting fair. When it comes to government, when it comes to cancel culture, they're not fighting fair. So you fight by the rules that they put up, because then it's fair. Am I wrong? If you want to create a game, and then you create the rules, then it's fair that the opposition follows those rules and implements the same types of practices and procedures. That is fair. So don't cry. Don't get mad when your ass ain't got a job. Or none of your supplies arrive at your doors because the trucker said, figure it out on your own. Go take care of it. Do it yourself. Now, let's listen to what Justin Trudeau had to say about just a little bit, just a little bit, because this guy's a freaking slime ball. He's a, he's a disgusting, sleazy, no good, absolute, terrible, freaking tyrant human being. Now, I am very uh, still new at this. For those that you don't know, everybody on TikTok, I'm still trying to work out how to do all the technology stuff. So you're going to have to suffer through it while I try to make sure that I get the right uh, clip on my phone. I apologize, but it's where we're at. So we're going to do it. I'm pretty sure this is right. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy our democracy and our fellow citizens daily lives it has to stop i want to play that again because i want you to listen to the words that he's using i'm not sure if you can hear it all the way over there on tiktok i'll share it though i think i already have but let's play that again because i want you to listen to the exact words the specific etymological phrase phrase is what i meant to say sorry uh phraseological way that he is forming this Listen to the words that he's using. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. 
That's Justin Trudeau trying to blame that on the truckers. He's first calling them individuals instead of mass protesters. First things first. Okay? And then he says they're trying to blockade your freedom and your ability to live your life, and this must stop. Dude, you are the one doing that. Everything he just said is what he's doing, and he's crushing his country, and he's doing it intentionally. He does not care about Canada. He cares. He couldn't care less about Canada or Canadians. He's a disgusting tyrant that needs to go to prison for life or worse. Listen to it again one more time. Every- individuals? Hold on. Sorry. Everything he's saying is what they're doing. Every word that he is saying is what his government is doing to his people. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. It's incredible. It's incredible that literally everything he just said, because those aren't individuals. Those are citizens in mass protests, massive amounts of citizens. The government officials, those are the individuals blockading the economy. You did that with your freaking mandates. They blocked the economy. They blocked the freedom. And they must be stopped. In a peaceful way, in a peaceful way. I'm already on a bunch of government watch lists, I'm sure. I never advocated for violence. I will not advocate for violence. If it comes to my doorstep, I'm prepared. But the, we, we, let me not jump ahead. I'll get to that. I'll get to that later. I'll say we can do this peacefully, y'all. There is a way, all right? And I'll get to it at the end. Now, I want you to hear this next clip. Because this next clip is super freaking scary. This is from the Ottawa sheriff himself. We have increased ability to identify and target protesters and supporters of protesters who are funding and enabling unlawful and harmful activity by the protesters themselves. Investigative evidence gathering teams are collecting financial, digital, vehicle registration, driver identification, insurance status, and other related evidence that will be used in prosecution. That's incredible. Now, mind you, remember, he says he says, he says protesters. He's not saying riots. He's not saying criminals. This guy literally said protesters. Listen to it again. These are people just walking out the First Amendment. And they're not even shy about saying it. They're literally just saying protesters. Listen again. We have increased ability to identify and target protesters and supporters of protesters who are funding and enabling unlawful and harmful activity by the protesters themselves. Investigative evidence gathering teams are collecting financial, digital, vehicle registration, driver identification, insurance status, and other related evidence that will be used in prosecution. 
it's just it's it blows my mind. Like it literally blows my mind. all those things that he just said. Now let me ask you this. My first thing before I, before I, you know, the first thing that registered to me before I'm like, my God, these people are doing the protesters. Before that, the first thing that registered to me was, if you can do that now, how long have you been doing it? And who have you been doing it to? And this is something I'm going to save once I gather the data and all and all of the um, the information. There's something uh, similar to this that I want to talk about on a much grander scale. Uh, it's super effing scary. That's the first thing that that crossed my mind. That was okay. So how how many people have you already done this to? Because you just said it was. You just said protesters. So innocent people. How long have you been doing this? And who else have you been doing it to? Um, there are, I saw videos of them arresting people for bringing fuel to the truckers. Can anybody explain to me how that's a crime? This is obvious dictatorial tyranny. It, it, there's there's no and, and they don't even care they don't even care they're just going to do it and they're not even shy about saying it yeah I, okay so I heard an uh, interview today from one of the architects of the Canadian Charter of, uh, for Rights I think it's called uh, great comment here from Matt the Canadian Charter for Rights and Freedoms guarantee the right to freedom and of speech and the press peaceably assembled, travel due process and privacy. Someone should tell that sheriff. Yes, that is absolutely in their law. It's in the Canadian version of their constitution. So they're violating their own law. Shocker. Government. Breaking the laws that they implement on you that they don't have to follow. And we're going to get into more of that. We're going to get into a lot more of that real quick first. Before we go into the next segment, let's check some comments. What's up, TikTok? I hope every, I, I don't know how everything, oh, there's a good TikTok comment right there. The government will never fight fair. The rules were always meant to be in their favor. That's a valid point. That's a really valid, that's the, yep. And they, they create these rules and these tyrannical mandates via fear. It's always through fear. Uh, Morgan Dow, thank you for censoring the F word there. F GoFundMe. If you didn't know, GoFundMe literally tried to seize and confiscate $10 million. I think it was close to 10, nine point something million dollars that people had donated to these truckers for their welfare. GoFundMe said, yeah, no, not going to do that. Oh, by the way, if you don't remember, they did the same dang thing to Kyle Rittenhouse. Not kidding. They re they refused to release the funds just because they don't agree with the movement. Cancel GoFundMe now. Do not ever use them again. You made your bed. Now lie in it. Cancel GoFundMe. Do not give them one penny. They're a disgusting organization that are clearly politically driven and they are denying people money or access to it 
they literally earned and deserved. It's amazing. Do not give GoFundMe one more penny. Absolutely. Okay, so here's a good story about that GoFundMe, though. Uh, uh, people caught wind of what was going on. Filed lawsuits. Said, uh, no, that's freaking fraud. You cannot be advertising as a place to where you can raise funds for a charitable organization organization of your choosing. And then you say, hmm, no, we're not going to give it to that. They even went as far as to say they were going to give it to charities of their choosing. Not You can't even make this stuff up, y'all. I swear to you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> My good friend Dissident in Chief on TikTok. He says, bro, you got to dance while making points on TikTok. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting down, okay? Sitting down. Can't dance while you're sitting down. I can, though. Just not gonna. Yeah, exactly, Brian. So if you listen to that clip real closely, not just the protesters, but their supporters. <laughs> it's okay to blow your mind, just not your horn in Canada. Honk, honk. Keep going. Don't stop at all. Exactly. That and I want I want to lead into that. You're, you're exactly right. All the more reason they made $600 of transactions traceable and taxable. Look, they're not fighting fair. They're not playing fair. Okay? They're not. And they're going to want to look and trace at every step and movement you make. You notice what happened with uh, crypto, right? Like, oh, government comes out. Oh, no, no, no. We got to get a grip on crypto. Did you hear their explanation? So that they could track the funding of terrorists? Not kidding. What did we just talk about? We literally just talked about how government institutes all of this law, passes all of these dictatorial, uh, all the, this dictatorial legislation and mandates, and they always pass it through with fear. Government says, we got to get control of Bitcoin. We got to get control of crypto. Terrorists are using it to make transactions. Two, three days later, what's ha what happens? Joe Biden uh, crawls out on stage barely alive. The dude is not with us. It's deplorable. He is deplorable. Like, that's real trouble. I mean, I cannot imagine what the other nations are looking at us like right now. It's... it's disgusting it's terrible he rolls out on stage with his inshore and you know spooning yogurt with his vitamins in it while he's about to go take his nap with warm milk and says we caught a terrorist we caught the lead terrorist we killed the lead terrorist two days after he says yeah we want to get control of bitcoin because terrorists might be using it to make ex exchanges that is not by accident transactions is what i meant to say excuse me It has been very cold down here the last uh, couple of weeks. I've been working outside all day, every day. It's been very windy. My lips are like so chapped. And my lips never get chapped. They never, never, ever get chapped. My wife, Sunny Days, we literally live in a clown show. Yes, we do. All right. Let's keep going. I want to um, 
play you this last video and then we're going to leave Canada. And hey, great job, Canada. Keep it going. Keep it going. Now, I'm going to play this. You're probably not going to be able to see it. Obviously, on TikTok, you're not going to be able to see it. Uh, I'm just getting the TikTok thing going. We'll see how well it develops. It's uh, blown up on me, to be honest with you. But I've never, I've only done like one other live on TikTok. And that was um, same format. I did my 100th episode uh, last week. And I just did it this way. You know what I mean? So I, I will be better TikTok at like actually doing some just TikTok stuff. Invite people on. We can debate. We can all have that fun because I know you uh, you Fauciites like to come into my comment section. And I slaughter you every time. I don't know why you keep coming to my comment section. COVID is my thing. Every podcast has a thing. COVID is mine. I know a lot about it. You're not going to win that fight. But. Please, by all means, keep coming to my comment section and driving the algorithm. So as we leave Canada, now you can go on my Twitter feed, the Cajun Libertarian. I'm everywhere. I am the only one on the planet. Find me, the Cajun Libertarian. Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, obviously. Float. And please go, if you can't catch the podcast live, and you want to be able to shut off your phone, you go to anchor.fm or Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and basically anywhere you can get your podcast. Find me there. Please listen to those episodes over there because they pay me to do this. I get like a cent an episode. So watch them all, please. We need gas money. Same as you. And you can help me out while you're saying, let's go, Brandon, at the gas pump by having me on. If you don't like Spotify, which most people don't right now, and for valid reasons, probably should cancel Spotify as soon as they cancel Joe Rogan, who which would be the, the ultimate win, right? Because it's Joe Rogan. I mean, come on now. He's literally just go to his own website, and all of his 11 million followers a week will go over there. <laughs> just dump on Spotify. It'd be great. Uh, and, and, and in my apologies, Joe should have never apologized, not for the things he said 10 years ago while he was quoting rap lyrics, and damn sure not for the COVID stuff to try and uncover the truth. He should have never apologized, not one time. I get it. He's a good man. I've known Joe. I've known of Joe Rogan for a long time because I'm a huge MMA fan. We've listened to all, we've watched almost all Fear Factors. Never do not apologize to these people when they come after you like this. You give them the double middle finger and say, Go F yourself. I could care less about your feelings, I don't care how you're offended. Beat just kick rocks. I don't care. That is the only proper response to these people because they don't want your apology, they want to murder your freaking voice. That's it. They probably want you dead, dead. All right. Got distracted again. My apologies. Tiny little clip here. You're not really going to be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it really well as we leave the Canada bit. Oh, enough is enough. Go home and stay home. Keep going, Canada. Keep going. Oh, that's enough good. is enough. Go home and stay home. I like that video. 
I like that video a lot. All right, so most of you know, <laughs> excuse me, that over the weekend or early this week, Stacey Abrams, just to recap, Stacey Abrams ran for governor. Stacey Abrams lost, and it wasn't even close. Okay? She lost. She got slaughtered, basically, for all intents and purposes. Uh, she never conceded. And if you look back at almost every election that the Democrats lost, they said it was fraudulent. Hmm. Maybe we should stop doing that. Just saying. 2020 was not an outlier. You just had a very loud, arrogant, narcissistic president who decided to use the Democrats' playbook, probably because he was a Democrat for like 50 years, 40 years. Probably don't do that. Stop talking about election fraud. If you want faith in free and fair elections, which personal opinion have never been free and fair anyway besides that uh yeah maybe don't do that you probably should have stopped that during like the bush gore era yeah i'd say that's a good start uh anyway stacy abrams never conceded the georgia election says she was cheated out of it now most of you have heard the story it's been beat to death but I think I have a little bit of a different angle for y'all. And I hope so. As I've heard all the stories and I was listening, I was uh, listening slash watching Muddy Waters of Freedom with Spike Cohen and Matt Wright on Muddy Waters Media. Last night, I heard them cover it and I was like, damn it, I'm not going to be able to do my Stacey Abrams bit tomorrow. And then they didn't cover the little angle that I want to tackle, which is fantastic. So, Let's do that now. Stacey Abrams, as you well know, gets caught at a school, right? And again, I apologize, TikTok. We're, I'm working on all of this here, right? So it goes out to Facebook, Twitter, Float, um, and my YouTube channel. I've got all the graphics and everything here. So I'm sure everybody's seen the picture of Stacey Abrams with no mask on in front of a bunch of kids. And as you can see, there she is, no mask bunch of kids what you can also see is that stacy abrams is morbidly obese so if masks work why isn't she wearing one because by the data she is the most susceptible person in the room from hospitalization or death from coronavirus sars-cov-2 but there she is a morbidly obese older woman sitting in a room full of masked children that have about the same chance of dying from COVID as a lightning strike. But there she is, no mask. You've seen the picture a billion times, I'm sure. TikTok, I know you know what I'm talking about. So, n all right, yeah. Before we get into a little bit more of this, let's hear, I want to hear her initial response to the criticism of her a morbidly obese woman who's the most susceptible person in the room to COVID-19 sitting in a room full of masked children unmasked. Here's her initial response. Quote, it is shameful 
that our opponents are using a Black History Month reading event for Georgia children as the impetus for a false political attack. And it is pitiful and predictable that our opponents continue to look for opportunities to distract from their failed records when it comes to protecting the public health during the pandemic. Abrams said, blah, 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 in a social media, nobody cares. All right, but actually we do care. So number one, let's mainly understand that this is the progressive authoritarian playbook at work. I'm going to get to the most number one playbook part of this. But the underlying issue here, and look, you can track this back to almost damn near every progressive authoritarian argument when it comes to these type of things. She doesn't attack the argument. She doesn't say a damn thing about being criticized for policies that she's advocated for. She didn't argue it one bit. Prove me wrong. It is shameful that our opponents are using a Black History Month reading event for Georgia children as the impetus for a false political attack. It's pitiful and predictable that our opponents continue to look for opportunities to distract from their failed records when it comes to protecting the public health during the pandemic. And all the records are the same, by the way. There's no failed or winning records. Everybody's records are the same because it is as contagious as the common cold, which means it's just going to spread. No, all of the worst numbers come from the states with the with the most draconian measures. So what the is she talking about? Put that aside. She never attacks the argument, y'all. She just uses this rules for radicals playbook. She attacks the person because she understands there's no winning the argument, which is, if you don't get caught, you know, it's a good strategy. But for people that argue or debate or understand debate, she never attacks the argument. She never argues against the fact that she was called out for something for something that for rules that she advocates for and actively violated against and then post it on social media. It's magnificent, but let's get to the first actual part of this argument that she tries to put forth. Uh, she tries to say it's racist. Boom. How is that racist? How is that racist for criticizing you? for rules that you've advocated for and broke yourself. Look no further, California governor, mayor of Los Angeles. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe Stacey Abrams, she just held her breath the whole time. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Probably not. But she literally tries to call them racist because there is no argument and they have been winning with this argument we must not let them continue to win with this argument this argument that if you disagree with me then you're a racist xenophobe homophobe transphobe any of the phobes any of the isms that's not an argument but they've made such a big deal about it that it has become an argument don't ever let that be an argument. Do you hate somebody for the color of their skin? If the answer is no, 
Congratulations. You're not racist. Move along. Now criticize them for their actions and character. You have terrible character, Stacey Abrams. And I don't even know why people are... Who the hell knew who Stacey, who Stacey Abrams was before the Georgia election? And now she's propped up as to being some sort of Democrat party goddess? How? And she's then she does dumb crap like this. All right, so after she decides that she's going to label her opponents, not opponents, but her cr- criticizers as racist, and, and then says that they have done nothing to help in regards to public health, which couldn't be further from the truth when it comes to data. Okay. Remember, we're talking about data. That should be the underlying issue when it comes to public safety and public health is data. What are the numbers? And if you look, there are no difference in numbers. Well, I guess you can kind of say there is a difference. Because really, the most draconian states had more of the worst measures. But in reality, most of those were in very condensed cities. So, of course, their numbers are going to be high. They're highly populated, highly dense cities. But you can look at Florida. Florida has that. Florida has been great. Turns out, Ron DeSantis was right the whole time. Who knew? Because it wasn't Ron DeSantis that was right. It was all of us who were logical about this. And looking at the data, saying, uh, no, what you're doing doesn't match what's happening. And it doesn't take an immunologist, virologist, or vaccinologist to figure that out. It's public data. Anybody can access it and do basic multiple. Well, I don't want to say anybody. A lot of people, most people, I hope most people, can get on the internet Look at the website, cdc.gov or uh, or, uh, who.gov or .org. And then go like, okay, all right, basic multiplication. Plus the fact that they admitted that the numbers were inflated terribly. Okay. Now, let's wrap up the Stacey Abrams, excuse me, shenanigans here. Because she is just. She is and has been just awful. Absolutely awful. Now, here is her response yesterday, y'all. So first she comes out with the written response saying that. I need some chapstick. And then she comes out and apologizes on CNN. So let's, let's listen to that. I hope this is the right one. Retreat. One second, my bad. I went to read to kids for an African-American read-in day. I approached the podium with my mask on. I followed the protocols. I told the kids I'm taking my mask off because I'm reading to kids who are listening remotely as well. And we were socially distanced. The kids were socially distanced from me. I told them that's what I was doing. And in the excitement after I finished, because it was so much fun working with those kids, I took a picture and that was a mistake. Protocols matter and protecting our kids is the most important thing. And anything that can be perceived as undermining that is a mistake. And I apologize. Thank you for the apology, Stacey Abrams. However, 
You notice what she said there? I walked up to the podium, took my mask off, told the kids what we're doing. I was wearing my mask the whole time. Liar. You're a a liar. And we have the receipts. Go right now. You can go to outkick.com. She wasn't wearing a mask the whole damn day. At all. So again, even after she's been caught in lie, See, this is the problem with liars. Okay? Once you start that lie, you are ice skating downhill. Because if you want to maintain and control that lie, you then have to continue lying. You have to lie on top of lie on top of lie on top of lie. And that's what Stacey Abrams is doing here. Outkick.com. Sports uh, media. But they got all the pictures of Stacy walking around all day without a mask on. And didn't think she was going to get caught. Now, wrapping up Stacey Abrams, here's the more really pathetic and disgusting part of this. How many people on her campaign staff looked at that picture and said, yeah, let's post that. That's a good one. That's a good picture. I imagine Stacey Abrams did too. The next day, she fired her communications director and there was a listing for an opening for her communications director department. So what you're telling me was that Stacey Abrams herself was so stupid and intellectually incapacitated that she literally didn't know that posting a picture of her without a mask in front of a classroom full of kids and posting that online was a good idea. And that's who you want writing legislation? Georgia? Is that who you want approving the laws in your state? Is that the, they're not a leader. Don't call them leaders. These are politicians. They're governments. They work for you. They're not leaders. She's not a leader. She's your employee, Georgia. You're telling me that she's so stupid and cognitively deficient that she herself fired her social media or communications director over this incident because she was too dumb to realize that this was a bad idea. But according to the Democrat Party, she's brilliant, up and coming, amazing. But too dumb to know that that was a stupid decision. Georgia, you got somebody running, I think. I don't know if he's made the announcement yet. I mean, look, at this point, I'm kind of I'm kind of on board with the anybody but X, right? Anybody but Stacy. Look, Brian Kemp, I think that's his name. Kemp. Can't remember his first name. I think it's Brian. He's a better option than her. All right. Please go vote Libertarian. Uh I, I'm sh- I hope to God that Shane Hazel is running. That's your guy. Shane Hazel is your guy. But if you have to settle on uh, Brian Kemp, do that. That's fine. 
anybody but Stacey Abrams. Look, she's she obviously she's a box of rocks. She's as about intelligent as a snail. I don't. I, I, that's giving her too much credit. Uh, my my guy on TikTok, he wanted to um, wanted to join. Sorry, there, there'll be no joiners. And we're almost done here. We're at an hour. So let's finish this up real quick. Continuing off of the COVID stuff, all of these governors are now announcing, or, or officials on the Democrat side, are now all announcing that they're lifting their mandates after two years. Great. I'm glad that the people aren't having to go through that anymore. That's fantastic. F those mother effers, okay? Two years of this. Two years in uh, of every arbitrary rule. Six feet of social distancing. That, that, that doesn't mean it's an arbitrary number. Don't wear masks. Wear masks. Wear two masks. Triple masks. Uh, you can't wear these masks anymore. That's a recent development. Now you have to wear this mask. All of these arbitrary rules put in place for two years. And now we're just going to let them go all of a sudden. And everybody knows why. It's because all the poll numbers came out and the Democrats are about to get shellacked. Absolutely waxed in November. Annihilated. And I hope to God it's all libertarians. We obviously know it won't be. But my God, replace them all. They're about to get smoked. So you're telling me that after two years, all of a sudden, with no change in data or science, that you can just lift the mandates. Get bent. How many people freaking suffered after the last two years? Look at how many people's businesses got closed. People died. Suicide rates. Child suicide rates up. There were people having to watch their kids being born through a hospital window. And now because your poll numbers are down, we can go back to normal? Go F yourself. I'm. This is ridiculous. My brother-in-law had a baby. His mom, who's deaf and dumb, couldn't see or couldn't touch or feel her grandson until he's damn near a year old because of these restrictions. How many people, how many pictures have you watched? People having to see their hospital, dying in the hospital, their family members, because they couldn't go inside. How many funerals could you not have? My sister-in-law stood in the, in the doctor's room while they told her that her husband, my brother-in-law, was not going to be able to tend the birth of his child because of this. And she said, you know what? They're fine. I'll go have my baby in a bathtub. And then guess what happened? Don't want to mess with the money so you can come have your baby in the hospital. Story after story after story. People dying alone in a hospital because of these protocols that you can magically lift just because your effing poll numbers are down and you're about to get slaughtered in an election. Do not give these people any fucking room. Don't give them no space. 
You give them none. We go after them. These people need to be held accountable. Sorry for dropping the F on there. They get nothing. Nothing. And we will not let these last two years go. Not one bit of it. I want people in jail over this. I picked up this fight because of COVID. And then because of your freaking poll numbers and what's about to happen in November, they're going to drop their rules overnight. Get effed. You, you, you are not going to get away with this. We will vote you out. You will be fired, number one. And then you bet these people need to go to jail. To jail. Prison for life. Every single Fauci needs to be the first one. How many people did they kill because they wouldn't allow early, early therapeutics in the hospital? Because they were pushing vaccines. How much money did those vaccines make? Go look up the revenue that uh, um, Pfizer has made over the last quarter. Over that first quarter. Go look at it. Billions of dollars. Millions of lives. Wa- millions of lives ruined. Because of this nonsense. And then all of a sudden, it can, we can do, oh, yep, just go back to normal. It's final. It's fine. Nope. We're okay. No mass. Go back. It's cool. No lockdowns. You're fine. No vaccine. No vaccine mandates in, in freaking New York all overnight. Overnight. Tell me where the data's changed. It hasn't. They hate us. Or worse, they could care less. It would be better if they hated us, really, probably. Do not give them one second of of pass. Not one. They need to be held to the fire and made accountable for the last two years in every freaking disgusting decision that they made so that they could maintain power that they all of a sudden are okay with giving back for a time because they're about to get slaughtered in elections. No way. No way you are about to sit here and watch me stand by while they do this. No way. Every single one of them needs to go to jail. The business is lost. The lives destroyed. Kids being walked out of restaurants under cops, by cops, because they didn't have a vaccine passport. And now all of a sudden overnight, after all the polls come out, there's no vaccine passports in New York? Per the governor? No way. No way. No way. I am a Christian and I love Jesus. And I honestly don't want to hate anyone. But by God, man, I want to hate these people so bad. I I want these people to suffer. I want them to suffer worse than what they've done to American citizens, global citizens, Canadian citizens, everywhere around the world. Now I'm definitely going to be put on another watch list 
be labeled a domestic terrorist because I want justice. That's such a bad thing now to want equal and fair treatment under the law. What a horrible idea. Extremist. Terrorist. Man, get out of here. You need to go to jail. Every one of them. And I'm sick and tired of these people getting a pass. If it were you, you'd be in prison. Or they would have kicked in your door with no knock and slaughtered you and murdered you and everyone in the house. That's how they play. Do not give them one inch. Do not let go. Do not comply. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. You fight. You get in the streets. You peaceably protest. This can be done peacefully. Tens of millions of Americans in the streets. Tens of millions of Americans voting. I know that's not the libertarian thing, right? Or not necessarily libertarian thing. It's not the thing that we tend to focus on a bunch, but if everyone shows it, go talk to your neighbors, tell them what you know, tell them about this corruption in this, these murderous, treasonous people that need to be locked up for life or worse and go vote. This is the one time in my life you'll ever hear me say anybody but them, please go vote, vote for the best candidate that, that lines up with your feelings. And lines up, with, not with your feelings, but lines up with, with your your principles of freedom and liberty and wanting to just live your own life the way you want to go live it and not hurt anybody else. You're not going to find that on the Democrat side. Their Democrats don't even exist anymore. All of the real Democrats and liberals, they're not liberals either. If you're listening, you're conservative Republican right now. You're going to watch this show. These people aren't liberals. Stop calling them liberals. I'm a classical liberal. I've got a house full of guns. And I want people to live their life. And I'm a Christian. These people aren't. These are progressive authoritarians. And they hate you. And they will do anything to gain power. Including slaughtering your own family members while they go and party at Barack Obama's birthday party. They get caught not wearing masks. They make they can go to their hair salon, but you can't. They can take pictures of uh, with Magic Johnson, who's immunocompromised with HIV and 62 years old, but you can't. You can't go see your grandchild be born. You can't go see your grandfather who's sick in the hospital and may die is there for weeks without being able to talk to a soul that he loves and cares about. But they can go do it. They can go have their soiree. And get... This is the... (laughs) And we started a revolution over tea, y'all. Tea. I'm not advocating for a revolution. I'm just saying, don't forget your roots. 
Don't forget, if you're an American citizen, you were born in this country or you came to this country and became a citizen, you're sitting on ground that was uh, erected and evolved out of rebellion. Don't give these people one more inch. Do not comply. Mass noncompliance, mass protests. I don't care how many stupid freaking anti-science print, uh, uh, mandates they put in place or rhetoric and propaganda that they use. I don't care how many scientists they scientists and doctors they roll out while they're still putting muzzles on our children that are absolutely unnecessary. Go to your school board meetings, run for school board, run for city council, get in the streets. This ends now. Do not let them do this anymore. Cannot tell you how sick it made me to hear in concert overnight in less than 24 hours all of these people start to lift mandates after those polls came out. All right, Friday, I'll be uh, interviewing the other candidate, the Mises candidate for the Pennsylvania State Chair Convention, or I'm sorry, for the Pennsylvania State Chair of the Libertarian Party. So tune in for that. I checked out Christine Womack. So if you're in Pennsylvania wondering who to vote for for state chair, go check out that interview. It was wildly popular. A lot of people got involved on that interview, which is quite amazing that I had, you know, that much influence i'm floored and so um friday same cajun time same cajun channel we'll be doing that i hope uh, there's look i'm sorry i can't go through 50 comments at the end of this so um yeah morgan dow says t and taxes yeah I, i figured everybody figured that out so morgan dow that's because we love you thank you very much and I love y'all very, very much. It's amazing. This is an amazing spot to be in. Can't thank you enough. So I want to somehow end this on a good note, but I really don't. You know, I really don't because I'm so fed up. I'm so sick of this. I'm so infuriated. Good note. Good note. We have protests all over the world. And don't think for one second those protests are about to stop. Those protests are about to get larger. They're not being covered. Protests over the young man that was murdered by police. Not getting covered. Ottawa, 50,000 or more not being covered. It's getting covered now. More will absolutely keep going. Smoke a J and calm down. Yeah, right. And I just can't say this enough. Morgan, thank you so much. You're amazing. I love you, bro. You're awesome. I love all y'all. Nathan, keep up the good work. Glad to be able to hear from you again. Glad to be here again. I hope it inspires. Is it really honestly is like my main goal, I guess. I, I want the fire that's inside me to 
to spread. It's the same thing when I'm talking about Jesus, you know, and discipling the people. I want my love for people and him and humanity to just resonate and carry and keep going. I want to be a fire that plants fires. <clears throat> Don't give these people one bit of pass. One bit of pass, not one. Do whatever we have to do. And don't forget, store rice and beans, store canned goods, uh, store non-perishable items, get medical supplies, get gear that is worthy gear of camping, you know, uh, weatherproof matches, you know, fire starters, stuff like that. Yeah, all of that stuff just in case anything happens. I love y'all. Thank y'all very much. Nathan, I love that you get fired up. Thank you. That is, I am that person. It's who I am. I'll never not be that kind of person. So, positive note of the evening from Matt. Canadian truckers and allies are doing God's work. Thank you, Matt. Very fantastic. Absolutely. Brian, I'm glad to see the fire in you, Yonkers. That way I don't have to be an old man yelling at a cloud. Brian, you have a voice for radio at some point. Maybe <laughs> we need to do something together on a radio show. You're absolutely amazing voice. So, Yes, we're all in this together. As you well know, I, you know, I'm, I'm almost 40, and it, it seems to be this fight is going to come down to the quote-unquote gray beards. So I hope you're ready. I know y'all are. But first, hold the line. Do not comply. You're absolutely amazing. I love each and every one of y'all very, very, very much. Thank you so much for tuning in. So I thought it was a great night, very fun episode and very passionate. And, and hopefully it resonated. I will see y'all Friday night, same Cajun time, same Cajun channel, and I'm out.